Blog Talk Radio. Hey, and thanks for listening to the Big Talker Podcast from Washington, D.C. on the Blog Talk Radio Network. I'm Burke Allen, and our podcast brought to you in part by our friends at SpeakerMatch.com, the United States' largest online speakers bureau. If you're a meeting planner, you're trying to figure out what to do about that upcoming event that has a speaker. Well, there are virtual speaking opportunities now. Speaker Match can tell you all about it. And we're going to talk about the speaking business and the business of sports today with NFL veteran player, uh, Alex Molden, about how to handle life without sports in this era of isolation. Alex was a first-round draft pick out of college, played defensive back uh, for the New Orleans Saints, also a member of the Chargers and the Lions organization. And uh, Alex Molden joins us on the line now. Hey, Alex, thanks for being on the Big Talker podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. First and foremost, uh, how how are you doing with all this? I hope you and your your family are safe and well. Thank you. Yeah, we're we're okay, man. We uh, you know, me and my wife, we have eight children, and it goes wow. from six to twenty six to twenty four, and um, our twenty one year old, he's home for spring break, so he's been here for over a week. And um, and then our oldest one, he lives close by, and so yeah, we we've had all eight kids home. <laughs> so you're going through some groceries so, then, is what you're telling me. Some groceries oh, are being consumed goodness. in the Molden household. Groceries, yes, indeed. Yeah, groceries. I got uh, an 11 year old who is just like a, uh, just like a a, a a boxer puppy, and so he has to be walked <laughs> very frequently. Or he'll start chewing up the furniture. So, um, no, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. I mean, eight it's funny kids. It could be. Eight yes, kids. Sir. Tell me about yes, that. <laughs> Was that the plan? Well, you know what? For me, I it, I grew up. It was just me and my twin brother, and and then my wife. She was she is one of four, and and my wife. You know, she she loves. She always wanted to have a big family, and I kind of knew that. And, you know, once we had our three boys, we had three boys, and I was like, oh, this is great. That, that's it. And then, you know, she talked me and said, well, you know, we got to have a girl. And then got to have a girl. You know, we had a girl, and then oh, she needs to have a sister, <laughs> and we had another another girl. And then after that, it was just, um, I don't know. Just kept going. <laughs> so it was a quiet yeah, house for many years. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes, yes. If you're just joining <laughs> us on the Big Talker podcast, Alex Molden is our guest today. We're going to talk about uh, sports, the business of sports, the business of speaking in the middle of this global pandemic. Uh, Alex played for many years in the NFL after uh, coming through a pretty major uh, injury situation during his college playing days. And now he's a leading corporate speaker. He's a leadership trainer. And boy, we need some leadership uh, to get through this uh, global pandemic. Um, let me ask you, as we sort of rewind things a little bit, uh, Alex, about that injury uh, when you were a college player. Uh, tell our listeners what happened and why this was such a big deal. If they, Maybe they're not sports folks. Why this was such a devastating blow to you as a college kid. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I always look at things, um, I take two, I didn't used to look at it like this, though, but um, I try to find the positive in everything, in everything. And so for me, I was a redshirt freshman. Um, we had just, I had, you know, I, I started all the games as a freshman, and we was in the, uh, we made it to the Poulon Weed Eater uh, uh, Independence Bowl. And us, you know, back in the day at University of Oregon, just going to a bowl game, that was huge. Because sure. just two years prior to that, two years prior to that, it was the first time in 20 years that Oregon even went to a bowl game. And that was just the Freedom Bowl. And, and so you remember back in the, the late 80s and the early 90s, it wasn't that many bowl games. So right. in, uh, in 1992, yeah, we went to the Independence Bowl. And um, it started off, we were playing Wake Forest. And, man, I had a pick six, like in the first quarter. And you couldn't tell me nothing. I was 18 years old. I'm on national TV. I got a pick six. <laughs> And just a and just and just a and just a couple of um, a couple of uh, uh, series later, I end up getting um, an injury. Uh, there was a receiver who who blocked me. He chop blocked me, meaning he cut my my legs um, up from underneath me. And right. I end up tearing tearing three out of the four major uh, ligaments in your knee. My anterior oh, ligament, my lateral, yeah, my medial, and my uh, posterior, and so, you know, it was it was devastating, and um, it was just something that uh, I was in my mind. It was like, oh no, this is it. This is a career-ending injury, right? I mean, did you, you know, Alex? Let me ask you: Did you know when when that hit happened? Wow, this is worse than than normal hits because you know you're you're playing collegiate football at a pretty high level. You got some some big guys yeah. out there that are smacking into you on a regular basis. But but did you know? I mean, was this a a different level of hit, a different level of pain whenever you hit the uh, the turf? Absolutely, absolutely. It was the yeah the pain. You know, the writhing around. It was yeah. I knew right when it happened. I said, Oh no, this is bad. It was not like a, a, an ankle injury where you can walk it off. And um, and so, you know, once that happens, you know, um, go back to the University of Oregon and, you know, got to let the swelling down before you go into surgery. And during that time, I was, you know, I didn't have a whole bunch of um, things to do. So I finally looked at the film. I looked at what happened, what actually happened. Because for me, I was blaming the receiver the whole time. But when I looked at it and what we're supposed to do, what as a corner, what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to read run and pass. If it's a run, then our eyes go directly to the receiver and then we defeat the block, whether it's a, a stock block where they you know they block you up high or a cut block when they cut you down low. And you have to protect yourself at each one. Well, remember, just a couple of plays before I had to pick six, I was untouchable. Right. But what that did for me is because of the confidence that I had is I skipped the process and I paid dearly for it. All this time I was blaming the receiver. I was thinking he was a cheap shot or whatnot. No, it was my fault. My eyes did not go to the receiver. 
my eyes stayed on the running back, and I thought that I can just, you know, I can just bypass a step. And that step cost me dearly. It wasn't, I was blaming, you know, the wrong person for so long. It was my fault. And I had a, I had a successful play, and I skipped the process because of that success. And, but it ended up, um, it slowed me, right? Once I got to, you know, I had the surgery, and then the doctor told me, and my worst dream was, like I said, I would never be able to play football again at, the, at that same level, that high level. Right. When I talked to the doctor right after the surgery, he said, and, and I asked him, I had tears in my eyes, and I was like, Doc, will I ever be able to play football again at that high level? And he looked at me, he, he giggled and laughed. He said, Alex, you'll be great. Actually, you'll come back better. But you can't have any setbacks. You can't have any setbacks when you're, you know, when you're rehabbing and whatnot. And so just those words, not just the words, but how he said it, oh, my goodness. It, and I was like, okay, let's get to work. And I, and I vowed to just give everything I could to be able to bounce back and come back. Alex and Molden is like our guest today. We're talking about uh, football and sports and the lack of sports during the pandemic. And we're back in Alex's college days when he had this devastating knee injury. Now, it, it took you a long time in rehab, but eventually you came back and uh, wrapped it up with a, a pretty great collegiate career. I understand you were an All-Pacific 10 cornerback, uh, All-Pacific 10 uh, Football Coaches Association uh, second team All-American. You guys played in the Rose Bowl. And then you make it to the big show, the NFL. And and what's it like to find out that, you know, you're a, you're an NFL player? That, that's, you know, the, the dream of many a young man. So when it comes true, what, what goes through a young Alex Molden's mind, especially after that devastating injury? Well, you know, being on top of the world and, like, man, just playing, meeting guys who I've watched or, or I've played – video games with now I'm in a locker room with them. And so that was you know that was pretty cool. Um but what really hit me was like during during training camp, my first training camp and he had like ninety ninety five guys out there. And so, you know, you would get in you would get into lines at your position. So I was a DB so I was like four deep. It was four or five deep at each position. And the C you know, we're in training camp for four weeks, and each week the numbers go down and down and down. And then by the last week, now I go out to practice, and there's only 53 guys. And now the lines that were four and five deep are only two deep. And that was like, man, that was a big, like, wake-up call. It's like, wow, this is the real deal. They, you know, they cut down. They have the best 53 guys on the team. And that was a big wake-up call. Like, this is this is serious business. You know, there's guys who are, you know, 29, 30, 35 years old, and they're playing not just, you know, not just to uh, be on TV and say they play football. Man. They're playing to put food on the table. And so that was like, okay, yeah, this is serious. I need to make sure I maintain that same level and, and then even heighten it, you know, with, with uh, being with the right people who can teach me. And and every every day I'm going in when I'm watching film I have a notepad and this is my profession now so I got to treat this like any other profession when they want to have great success you got to take notes you got to surround yourself with the right people you got to have the right character 
So all these things I really um, took into account. Alex Molden, our guest today on the Big Talker broadcast. If you'd like to be a part of the program, our number is 516-418-5635, 516-418-5635. And you can visit Alex online at alexmoldenspeaks.com. Alex Molden, first-round draft pick, played eight years in the NFL with the Saints, the Chargers, and the Lions. And as we record this podcast, you know, we're in the middle of this global pandemic. And, and I want to talk to you a little bit, Alex, as somebody who spent some time in the National Football League about the business of professional sports. And, you know, as, as you and I talk, and, and some folks will listen to this podcast later down the road, but as you and I talk, there is no Major League Baseball right now. You know, they had to delay opening day. Uh, spring training everywhere for colleges, uh, you know, is out the window how devastating is this both psychologically and financially in uh, collegiate and professional sports? Oh, it's huge. I mean, I didn't really think about how much I watch sports or just ESPN. And it's now I'm turning on and it's like, it's, there's nothing. They're talking about, uh, you know, plays or players from back in the nineties and eighties and, uh, and whatnot. But it's just, it's such um, a huge, a huge part of, I think, especially in this country, sports is is big, and it gets people to to feel a certain way, right? It, I mean, sports. There's so much inspiration that's 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 in the, the whole sports world, and not having that, not being able to see, you know, people and different sports and play at such a high level in the amount of work that they put in. And, and then the whole team uh, dynamic, um, it, it, it's really costing everybody. I mean, I love watching college sports. I mean, March Madness, are you kidding me? I mean, I, yeah. that, basically, that's the only time I watch basketball, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. to be perfectly honest, that's the only time I watch it. And, like, it seems like, I mean, I can remember the first March, uh, March Madness I watched back in the 80s. I was in eighth grade. And it's been happening every March, and then now it's it's not there. So like a piece of me is like is missing, and all it, it's just um, it's sports is such such a big part of who we are, and you know as a society, you know, and, and it's not just about football. You know, spring football not being there, or you know the baseball season is in limbo professionally. Uh, but there's like seniors in both college and in high school that they don't get to play their spring sport that they've been working on since last summer, and they don't get to put it out there on the field. It's um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty sad. And and then the Olympics, what? Yeah, I mean, the Olympics are you know not going to happen this year. People have been working for three, four years, even longer. To prepare themselves for the, uh, you know, for the Olympics, and it's not going to happen. So, I mean, it's a, a huge financial hit, and and emotional. We're talking with Alex Molden. He's a uh, corporate trainer, corporate speaker, leadership trainer, former NFL player for the Saints and the Chargers and the Lions, and uh, first round draft pick back in the '90s. And uh, talking about the the impact of coronavirus on. Uh, professional and collegiate sports. And, and I remember the, the great talk show host, uh, Larry King, Alex, once said that, that to him, sports are so unimportantly important. And I always remembered that because in the overall scheme of things, you know, let's face it, there are people that 
that are losing family members to this pandemic, uh, you know, that, that are yeah. going into the hospital and not coming out. Um, and, and that's a whole different level of things. But for an America that needs a distraction, for America that, that needs its gladiators out there to have this, this lack of sports is an issue. And, and frankly, uh, I think you probably could speak to this having been on the inside in the NFL the, the, the financial impact is not so much on the players. The players are going to be fine. Players in, in all professional sports are well compensated. But it's all those thousands of behind-the-scenes back office folks and independent contractors that, that work in the, the basketball arenas and uh, that you know, sell the peanuts at the baseball games. Those are the folks that are really going to suffer from this pandemic. Absolutely. I was just thinking, like, you know, when you go to a basketball game or a football game or any any type of game, whether it's in college or in the pros, and, you know, parking, you know, parking pays right. for, for a lot. And there's a lot of people who, you know, who work in that industry. And that's, that, that's a big part of their job is every Saturday or, you know, whatnot, you know, they get, they get compensated for doing that. So, yeah, parking, um, you know the attendants, the uh, the cleanup crew, the the people who work in these different arenas and stadiums. It's a huge impact, and not just yeah yeah. It's not just about the athletes. They, they're gonna be all right. You know they're gonna be all right, especially the, the professionals. Um, but yeah, those people who are impacted in other ways that surround sports. There's so much revenue um, that can be made from that, and there's a huge impact. In, in sports, in the, in the sports world, whether it's in the spring or coming up on summer, and then definitely in the fall, there's going to be, I mean, it's going to be um, a delayed kind of response that, you know, it's going to be, everybody's going to, going to get hit. You know, I wonder as I talk with you, you know, you're you're now a little more, and I'll say this delicately, you're a little more seasoned like the rest of us. I wonder if, if uh, and Alex <laughs> like Molden in Thank you very much. In his 20s, when you were a player and you're on top of the world, um, do you feel like uh, you had empathy for the, the folks that worked in and around you in those organizations at that time? Because, you know, look, let's face it, lots of times uh, the best of us when we're at that age can tend to be a little cocky, can tend to be a little ego-driven, and, and we're not out there playing uh, professional football. So, so when you looked into the stands as a player and you saw the guy who was selling beer and peanuts or the parking attendant, um, did you have some empathy and sympathy uh, for those folks? And how did you treat them back then versus how you would treat them now? I'm, I'm just being real with you. No, I, I, I appreciate that. And no, I was a totally different person. You know, back, back then I was, um, even though I wasn't outwardly like cocky or anything like that, I was more, all the relationships that I had, to be honest with you, were transactional. Like, I did something for you, you did something for me. And, um, you know, I, I, I did have, you know, friendships where I say hello to, you know, to the security guard when I went to the uh, to the complex and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I didn't think about how they felt or, you know, the success that we had, how that can help them, or even the failure, you know, the losses, how that would hurt them. I didn't think like that. Totally did not think like that. Um, but now, you know, as you get as you get older and you start to um, you start to think just outside of yourself, 
um, then you say, man, you know, especially me, man, I, I, I you know, the, the different mistakes that I've made with relationships and whatnot, I'm still trying to correct them, trying to make them right. But it, I really take my hat off to these young, um, these young athletes that, like the Zion Williams, who, you know, he, I think, was a hundred thousand. Right. Hundred thousand he was going to give to the um, you know to the to the workers at the stadium. It was something that that I heard. It was something that yeah. like, man, this is a nineteen year old who is giving you know his his earned money given to somebody else, and he's thinking it's not about him. And that's what I've learned. It's not about me. You know, one of the great things, so, and we're yeah. talking with Alex Molden today about. Uh, about our, our place in the world. And, and one of the things that I think will, will be good that will come out of this horrible situation with this pandemic, at least from my vantage point, is I talk to people all over the country and all over the world on, on this podcast. And I walk through my neighborhood. I feel like people are coming together. I feel like there's a little bit more of a, a sense of community that didn't used to exist. I, you know, I, I, I don't know if you're sensing it there in Oregon, but I'm sensing certainly that, that people are, are just a little bit more, caring about one another about the fellow man right now yeah yeah i i really do believe that i really do see that with this and the relationships um and it's not not so much like physically like out there now like man when i go to the grocery store (laughs) i i don't like going to the grocery store period even before this but now it's like man there's people and I got. I want to make sure I keep my distance. Just like I don't want anybody, you know, in my in my area. And then when you do that, it's like, man, it's kind of an awkward situation or whatnot. Like I saw a friend of mine, and I said, "Hey, man, you know how you doing and whatnot." And he he did, he want he didn't want to look me in my eyes. He just wanted to just keep on going. But I do understand it. But um, and with that being said, is on the social platforms. Uh, with social media, I do see there's more, um, you know, people saying that that um, you know they're going to change or they're going to you know be more um, um, available for people, and you know there's friendships that are made are going to be um, grown after this. So I, I do see that you know on the social media aspect, not necessarily. You know, out there in the streets, you know, I, I do see a lot of people walking. <laughs> yeah, more yeah. people out and about being active, walking their dogs, myself included. I went for a crazy long walk. I haven't walked that long since middle school, and uh, <laughs> you know, that, you know, saw saw a lot of people and whatnot, and just you know, people I don't know. I hey, I wave, hey, how you doing? You know, because we're all going through this. We're all going through. Not one person that's being affected more than well I know I, I take that back there could be one person being affected more than another it could be a family member who, who has it or you know you, you might have it you don't you don't know but um it, it has I have seen seen a sense of community from this our guest is former NFL player Alex Molden he's a professional speaker corporate trainer, leadership trainer. You can visit him online at alexmoldenspeaks.com. And in our remaining time, I want to talk a little bit about that speaking industry because you're generally out there in rooms, leading workshops, training folks, sometimes speaking in front of hundreds of people. 
suddenly that comes mm-hmm. full stop. So how do you, yeah. as a guy who teaches other people uh, leadership skills, how do you rework this whole situation uh, to make sure you come out on top of it? As a, as a speaker, I would imagine that entire industry is in flux right now. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and what I've done, like I said, I like to see the good in everything. I like to make lemonade, right? So, you know, for me, I've been really focused on creating a course. You know, it's one thing for me to go and I talk to these uh, these leaders, these corporate corporate leaders or, you know, within the uh, high schools or colleges and talk to them about leadership and what leadership really is when you boil it down, which is nothing more than influence. And so I've been talking about it. I've really uh, been diving into finishing my book during this time. I've also been working on an online course, a six-week course, you know, that people can go in and they can um, they can find out and do, like, this is studying on how to be a better leader. And it's not just about my life and what I've learned and, and, and how I've grown, but I take it because the same formula, that same Principles can be applied to any and everything, whether it's uh, raising your kids, you know, the relationship you have with your wife or husband, um, when, you know, leading uh, your corporate team. It, it all boils down to how you influence and how to, and so what is influence and how can you can, how can you use these things to navigate, um, uh, navigate whether it's failure how you navigate uh, turmoil in the office, you know. So there's different ways how you can be able to um, influence others. And so during this time, I've kind of I've been putting together this six week course, and I'm shoot, I'm finished. So I'm I'm not staying stagnant. Uh, yes, I am walking, walking the dogs and whatnot, but I am figuring out a way how I can still show up. You know, at, you know, once this. Once this clears and we're 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 down the road with this now, when I go talk to these corporate um, people or these leadership uh, people, then to get more of me, hey, here's my six week course, and here's I my think Facebook fantastic. community. No, I think that's great, and and yeah, and so. you know, it's all about how you communicate. So so the pipe might be a little bit different that you use to communicate with one another, but the messaging. Uh, in leadership remains the same. If if folks do want to get in touch with you to to take a look at that six week course whenever you you roll it out or when when the fog clears from this pandemic and they're interested in having you come in and and talk to their group, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, I, did. I mean the best way is just alexmolden dot com and you, you know you click on that and then it's a tab. It's a higher achievers academy, and then from there it has all the information. Um, you know, about the course and and they just click a button and it sends them right to it. So they can, yeah, they have direct access to me. So just Alex, A-L-E-X, Molden, M-O-L-D-E-N.com. AlexMolden.com, a former NFL player and a corporate speaker, leadership trainer. I'm going to give you the last word here, and let's see if we can make it words of encouragement to help folks kind of get through this. What would you say to the folks who are listening to the Big Talker podcast who may be a little stressed, a little worried about things, not sure how this is all going to play out? What would you tell them? What uh, what words of wisdom can you share? Absolutely. I would say start with the finish line. Start with who you want to be and how you want to show up. 
and then work yourself backwards. What type of character do you need to have to, to, to reach that goal? What type of relationships do you need to foster? Um, what type of uh, experience do you need to have? So I would say those, those three things are the biggest, to be able to reach uh, your goals and be the person that you want to be. I love it. Hey, Alex, thanks for spending some time with us today. Keep those eight kids safe and keep them close to you, my friend. I got to go feed them now. <laughs> thanks, Kurt. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Great talking to you. Wherever you are, Good whatever talking. you're doing today, please stay safe. Thank you so much for listening. Make it a great day. Bye, everybody.